Fantasy Sports Prime Time on a Thursday evening. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team makes it easy with the Intel Edge that only you can find at GaryAshton.com. Uh, of course, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, quality American-made Ford vehicles, the Built for You program, and one of the state's largest selections of certified pre-owned vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or on.com. So, the uh, a lot of conversation coming out of OTAs and heading into next week's round um, as the Titans wrap up their week of work today. A lot of conversation around the rookie wide receiver, Traylon Burks, and his ability or rather inability to be able to regularly finish through these practices or rather can complete a full practice is probably the better way to say it. Now, there's a lot of different things that could be going on, but there's one clear and obvious solution to all of this at this point. And I think it was laid out really nicely in a conversation that you're going to hear on the 615 sessions tomorrow. We have a clip of that for you this evening, and we will discuss at great length, but there's no, it is, it's not cause for alarm as we talked about earlier in the week, as Randy Cherry says, no worries for Burks. And largely I agree, Randy, right? I, I, I'm not interested in, in hitting the panic button after what, I mean, I think total they've had something like five or six days of on-field work since the, uh, since the, Titans, um, since the Titans started to ramp things up since rookie minicamp has been underway. So I had, and really only two that we've been able to see. So it's a, it's kind of a, a, a different sample size and it does skew with a lot of, a lot of the conversation, but there's one solution, one solution, um, that I think is, is clear and obvious for everybody involved in this particular situation. But I want to know from you, I want your two rivers for take on this Thursday evening. How can the Titans get a handle on the Traylon Burks situation, on and not of, Reed, if you would do me the courtesy of correcting that, uh, please and thank you. Um, your Two Rivers Ford take, let me know how you think the Titans can get a handle on the Traylon Burks situation. Now, to call it a situation might even be dramatic, right? And I think that uh, Dom O'Dell, who says it well, um, just wanted to come in here and say any Burks slander or resorting to calling him a bust is literally asinine. And stupid. It's damn minicamp, people. Uh, and it's not even minicamp, right? We're not even to minicamp. We're still at OTAs so far. And listen, I, uh, I, I have seen people make comments about his weight. I have seen make people uh, people make comments about his allergies. I have seen a lot of people who don't know exactly what's going on. And let me say in full disclosure, I don't know exactly what's going on. But I've seen a lot of people talking about it in ways that should be considered nothing more than uh nothing more than speculation at this point and whether you want to take the time to get outraged by it or you want to take the time to kind of get him let him get a feel for things uh and be reasonable about uh, reasonable about it i think is i think is entirely your own prerogative chris frazier says he's no agent and you know chris you're right he's not nor will he be probably in year 1 and I have no idea if he's going to be A.J. Brown. I, I don't care specifically if he if he has the same career trajectory as A.J. Brown. Now, you want him to be a good player if you're a Titans fan. 
and you want things to go smoothly and you would rather not be having conversations about just general intrigue or or mystery around your first round pick but let's let's start there here on the uh, here on the primetime show with your two rivers ford take let me know in the comments on facebook youtube twitter and twitch how the titans can how can the titans get a handle on the Traylon Burks situation. You let me know and we'll discuss together. And while you give me your comments, I will tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet is where you go for not just the Built For You program, not just exceptional award-winning customer service, not just one of the state's largest selections of quality American Ford vehicles. You go there for certified pre-owned vehicles that Two Rivers Ford has in abundance. You want to make sure that if a new car isn't in your budget, that you find the vehicle that best fits your family's needs and the appropriate value for you. Plus, you want to get a pre-owned vehicle from a dealership that you can trust, a dealership that you know prides itself on that customer service and has operated in Middle Tennessee for nearly 40 years with a priority on honesty and integrity. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet is where you go for Two Rivers Ford Certified Blue Advantage Vehicles, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, or online at tworiversford.com. So, how can they get a handle on this situation? And they, without knowing, Dom Odell says more conditioning, more reps, um, extra cardio work, says Mark Jones. Well, Mark, I and, and I think if your concern is that he's out of shape, then yeah, extra cardio work would be reasonable. But I don't know that he's out of shape. Right. And I you don't know that he's out of shape. They won't tell us that he's out of shape. Um, and so there's no way to know that because I don't think an inhaler that we saw at rookie minicamp is indicative of of being out of shape. This guy is not that far removed from from playing in uh, from playing in the SEC. Like it's not that long at all. And so I think the conditioning portion of this is probably something that people are picking up and running with because Delo says he just looks sluggish, to be honest. And Maybe that's a fair assessment, D. I, you know, I I kind of, I've seen all three days that we've been allowed to be out there, and there have been several days where we had not been able to be out there. So I can't give you every, a day-by-day report of Traylon Burks' progress. They're only opening things up, um, basically, as, as little as they have to for people like us. And so when you say sluggish, there may be a degree of that, but ultimately it's, it's, it's not that cut and dry, right? Because on day one of rookie minicamp, uh, on day one of rookie minicamp, you look at, okay, he, he's not even able to get through the first drill. That would be indicative of something larger than just being out of shape. When he, when he went in and out of the facility on Tuesday a couple of times, there was nothing there that kind of jumped out to me as him being out of shape. But and nothing really to indicate to me that he wasn't able to go full speed when he's able to be out there. But there was clearly something that they were doing to stagger his reps. And I we've asked, we've played you the clips of Mike Vrabel. College is different from the NFL, says Randy. Yes, but this is not this is not this is not football yet. This is just simple individual drills. We're not talking about uh, because the conditioning portion of this to go through individual drills is not, you know, we're not talking about playing and playing in the SEC and playing in the NFL. And by the way, playing in the SEC is not that far off from what playing in the NFL is. There's, there's too many, there's too many unknowns to, to assign 
one straight thing to it. And then, of course, Joshua Mullins jumps in there with Isaiah Wilson, question mark. No, let's not be dramatic out the gate, can we? I think that there's a, I think that there's a lot of this that people just want some kind of an answer for. And the real thing, the real thing is, <laughs> the real thing on this is, is that we don't have enough information and nobody's reported enough information to make any discernible judgments on Traylon Burks at the time. But there's one solution for me that I think would alleviate a lot of the problems. And the problems are that a lot of this has just been left to speculation. Joshua adds that he's joking. He will be fine. I think I think that's a, that's probably a reasonable assessment, uh, Joshua. And I'm glad that you uh, corrected me before. You know, I I uh, you know may have may have uh, may have made it a talking point. Anyway, um, for uh, if the Donovan says if there is a medical issue, did the pre-draft medical evaluation not catch something? It should have. Again, we don't know that it's a medical issue. That's even that is a step too far. That's why this is so frustrating for for you guys, for fans. And I'm, I mean, I can't say that it's not frustrating for me. It doesn't affect me the way that it might affect you, other than the fact that I can't provide you necessarily the answers to the questions that you guys have right now, which I don't like. I want to be able to give you guys as much information as humanly possible. And there's precious little information about this right now. But let me tell you why there's precious little information around this right now. We haven't talked to Traylon Burks since he got drafted here. We haven't talked to Traylon Burks since his introductory press conference the Friday of the NFL draft. We haven't talked to Traylon Burks after he had um, his initial, you know, struggles, we'll call them, general struggles, whether it's conditioning, whether it's respiratory, whether it's, you know, any, any number of things that it could be. Traylon Burks didn't speak to the media. Traylon Burks didn't take the opportunity to clear this stuff up, nor did Traylon Burks speak to us this week. So now it's starting to linger. And that was the discussion that uh, myself, John Glennon, and Kayla Anderson of WKRN News 2 were having on the podcast that will be available to you in your A to Z Z Sports Podcast Network feeds tomorrow, tomorrow's episode of the 615 Sessions, um, because there's a lot of reasons why this isn't happening. And for, for the Titans, all I think it's doing is making the situation a little worse. It's my understanding that they... You know, it was basically a game time decision for us on the second day of rookie minicamp, whether he was going to talk or not. And at some point that decision was made to not put him in on the podium uh, with the rest of us, as was the expectation. That's a John thing. That's a John Robinson thing as much right. as it is Mike Vrabel, because, you know, just in, in and listen, I mean, what whatever, that's their prerogative. They can do what they like with it. But then this is also going to be a part of the result. Um, cause anytime, anytime that I put in a request, for example, or any of us puts in a request to talk to players or interview players or radio or TV or whatever, like that goes to football first and then football yeah. decides whether that's greenlit or not. So what, what the logic is, and John doesn't have to answer for this in ways that Mike does because he's at the podium mm-hmm. every week with us, but I just, I, I would be, I would be fascinated to know what the logic was in overprotecting to the point sure. of you're you are you're right Johnny they're kind of they're kind of hanging him out to dry a little bit and I obviously don't think that's their intent well my question is too is I really want to know like what are the players thinking in this situation are they given a choice is Traylon Burke sitting there saying I'd like to speak to the media just to clear the situation I'd like to you know whether it be him getting some coaching beforehand on what he 
should say or shouldn't say, that's fine. But maybe Traylon wants to talk to the media. I'll tell you this right now. If I were the athlete and this stuff was going on, I this is just my personality, but I'd want to get out in front of the media. Maybe that's Traylon saying he doesn't want to. But we all know what happened with Bud Dupree last year. We didn't hear from him. We didn't hear from him. And then all of a sudden, it was like he had all this built up stuff to say. And then look at what happened. And then Vrabel was PO'd off. Yeah, sure. I think if I could throw in one one more thing on that book, it, it's very much in contrast to what they did with Malik Willis. You know, uh, uh, certainly the big question surrounding Malik Willis or, or one of the big questions was, you know, his response, if, if he had any to, to Ryan Tannehill's mentoring comment. So what happened? Malik Willis yes. is there on, on the first day of rookie minicamp. He steps up to the podium. He's asked the question. He deals with it. He was very smooth. So that's a clip from the uh, that's the clip from tomorrow's six one five sessions podcast. A really good uh, conversation with uh, with John Glennon of Sports Illustrated and Kayla Anderson of uh, WKRN News Two here locally. And Donovan Romain makes the point that I I went on to make. And again, we we talked about a lot of things. We talked about Robert Woods and Austin Hooper, Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, Caleb Farley, and Rashad Weaver. A lot of ground that we covered, uh, and you can hear that pod tomorrow. Um, Donovan says correctly, Kayla, no players want to talk to the media. And really, I, I, I saw somebody bring up the Javon Kinlaw thing with, I, I don't, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the, uh, the person who, um, the quote unquote media member who was starting these fires with Javon Kinlaw and then, you know, making it a much bigger deal and saying, I wish the guy would have hit me, hit me in the face. Cause then I could have retired and been rich, like making a bad, making a bad name for people like me all over the country, people who do these jobs and try to do them honestly in the coverage of athletes, it makes, it makes, it makes it so much harder for athletes to trust people in media positions. And, uh, you know, they're not going to force him to talk if he doesn't want to talk. And if somebody doesn't say, if somebody doesn't say, um, Hey, Traylon, it may be in your best interest to just kind of, you know, address these things as you go along and then be done with it. And then you can kind of put a, you can put a, you can put a, a lid on it, basically, if you just get out there in front in the same way that Ryan Tannehill did in the same way that Malik Willis did, right? So there's a lot of different elements to this that I think are being discussed. But the problem is we haven't heard from him um, in now, I mean, in now a month since, since he's been on the roster with these situations that are going on, all it would take is just a little bit of clarity, whether somebody would advise him to be like, because the foot, John Robinson and Mike Vrabel are going to say, yeah, if you don't want to, if you don't want to talk today then don't talk today we're not going to make you talk today and the PR staff is not going to force the player to talk to the media if he's not interested in talking to the media and it may be a, a Robinson Vrabel decision like yeah maybe he's not ready to talk to the media even though he's met with us twice now both times um was with John and Mike present because it was right around the draft uh, right in the middle of the draft as a matter of fact um I don't understand anymore, says Ben Hall. Didn't he catch a touchdown today at practice? I did see the the, the highlight clip that they put out. Again, we're, there's only one practice open to us a day. And so there's a million different things that we may or may not be seeing. But every time that we're out there, there is some kind of issue with Traylon Burks. And it's now a recurring theme. So whether he finished or – because Chris asked me, do, do you know if he finished practice today? I don't because it's not open to us other than when they want to make it open to us. The, this this is kind of a, a thing with with Mike with Mike Vrabel is is the idea that you you 
they're doing they do this to protect the players. The, their lack of interest in discussing anything injury or physically related to the football players. Um, and that's done to not put any additional expectations on them. That's done to, you know, keep that's done to kind of keep timelines off their backs and to allow them to go through their process. But sometimes it uh sometimes it continues it it just it continues to allow for speculation when you keep state secrets in ways that there don't need to be state secrets on this, unless there's a larger issue which allows us to further speculate. It's it's not an ideal circumstance that Traylon Burks is in, but just some clarity from somebody would go a long way to not make this a thing, not make this a talking point, not have this be what I'm looking at on a Thursday night and being like, why the hell haven't we heard from this dude? It's just that simple so far. Uh, Danny Sutherland says, Buck, if you're playing devil's advocate in this case, in this, could you make a case for him? Um... Well, sure. I mean, the case for him is like, yeah, he don't want to talk to us. He don't want to, he don't want to, he don't want to deal with our shit. I, I, I am, I'm a media member, right? My job directly relies on me being able to talk to the athletes. Um, as a reporter, as a talk show host, as a radio host, as a streaming show host, as a podcast host, right? Um, and then with all, with all of this stuff, with all of this stuff, you know, I understand if he doesn't want to get up there and deal with us. It can be intimidating, right? These guys are coming out of these guys are coming out of uh, a unique circumstance. Players don't have to talk to media the way that they do in the NFL while they're co- while they're in college. There is not nearly the amount of media availability, much less to put on a podium and have 20 of us hurling questions to you one after the other after the other. Um secondarily, these guys are coming out of college careers where their exposure to media has been a lot more limited, right? A lot more limited because it's been digital. It's been Zoom. They're coming out of COVID years. Uh, these this this most recent crop of rookies, where their their large their larger experience with media has been virtual. You don't have to see people. You can sit and and comfortably take questions one by one rather than all of us cutting each other off and trying to, you know, get in, get the, get the answer that everybody wants to hear from you. Um, Vrabel doesn't let them talk until they learn the right way to talk the way that Vrabel wants says Ruben Granado. But see, that's, that's the weird part, Ruben, because that's not, that's not necessarily so. Um, Traylon Burks is not some, Taylor, Traylon Burks is not like Taylor Lewan, right? Like you're not dealing with a wild card. This is a good old boy from Arkansas who's, you know, very, very, uh, very sensible, very short, and not going to go off script. Like, you're not going to worry about Traylon Burks lighting a fire under this. And the Titans put Malik Willis up on the podium during rookie minicamp, during, in the middle of the, the mentor gate shitstorm, right? If you were ever going to protect a player from media at any point, overprotect a player from media at that point, it would be the rookie quarterback who's not even going to see the field, right? Who's still competing for backup roles, against Logan Woodside and yet they did it's 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 just bizarre all of these things it, it there's probably a multitude of uh there's probably a multitude of factors that come into this and Derek R says damn throwing Taylor Taylor under the bus again I get to throw Lawan under the bus as often as as often as I like for every time that I go out on that practice field he makes a crack about my weight which we'll get to later on in the show um, but yeah, well, you know, Taylor's got the bus and if all I have to do is throw him under his own bus, then it makes me very happy to be able to do so. No, we kid because we love, um, okay. Let's move on to, uh, some silly statistics 
here on the primetime show. Uh, well, actually, let me read this comment quickly. Uh, to be completely honest, if I were him and I'm trying to replace A.J. Brown, and I know that I'm not talking to y'all right away. You know, I I think that's, uh, I think that's may, maybe so. Maybe, maybe so. He, he may feel that way. But I don't think, uh, I don't think that, uh, I, I, well, let me not, I don't, I don't know enough about Traylon Burks to tell you how I think that he thinks, right? And this has been kind of the, the larger struggle with the way that, the way that media coverage has been changed during COVID. You, he's not trying to replace AJ. He's not going to be able to place, replace AJ in his rookie year. He's, he's, it's just not, it's not reasonable for that to be the expectation. Now he is going to take a role in being the thing that fills the void for AJ Brown. Yes. But like, he's not going to be AJ in year one. Now we all know that he knows that he's already talked to us about that, right? He's talked to us about that on zoom. He talked to us about that in a, uh, in a press conference with John on his left and Mike on his right. When he arrived in Nashville on the Friday of the NFL draft uh, last month. There's a lot of different ways that it's the uh, it's your job to produce news. Him not wanting to talk about the fake news that he's not in shape because he used an inhaler is not surprising. What's he going to say to reporter? Uh, re- what's he going to say? Reporters going to spin it however they want. Anyhow, we'll see come the start of the season. Well, no, I did. Jimbo, I think that's just a completely mis- complete misunderstanding of what it is that I do for a living. Now, whether some people choose to utilize the platforms that they have to do that, um, that's all well and good. It's not my job to produce news. I'm not there to make news. I'm there to discuss the news of the day. I'm there to report on the things that go on. I'm there to ask questions of relevance. I'm there to find ways to discuss these things in ways that are informative for you and engaging for you. Um, I'm not saying you just in just in general, says Jimbo. Well, you know, I mean, I, even even a generalization about that, I think, I think is I think is unfair to the vast majority of people who do their jobs. There are individuals who do these things the wrong way, who make a bad name for all of us. And I mean, again, we look at the uh, we look at the San Francisco 49ers situation in the middle of all this and what's happening to Javon Kinlaw. And you feel terrible for those players, the way that they're being the way that they're being used um, to create content in ways that are completely unprofessional on on behalf of the again I don't know the uh, I don't know the name of the 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 guy the the streaming show guy that that got that started all this shit with uh, with all the, all this shit with Javon Kinlaw I don't I don't know much about him specifically other than what he is doing to represent us in our profession. Um, makes me makes me ashamed of people who do those kind of things, and I hate it. I really do. Um, but I think even a generalization of that largely largely undoes largely undoes what the majority of us set out to do this job the right way. And I think that um, you know I think that it's important still to be able to parse these things. Uh, <laughs> I think that there's a, I think that there's a lot, I think that there's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, 23, <laughs> one nation underground says 23 watching only eight likes help buck out. What is that on YouTube? Um, I'm looking at, I'm looking at about 200 people live watching right now across the, uh, across the three platforms that we're live streaming on. So yeah, if you want to throw us a like on YouTube, that'd be swell. I'd appreciate that. Um, I'm not sure how many people are watching on each individual platform, but I know that I'm looking at about 200 of you 
live uh, at this point. But yes, if you would like to throw a like on the YouTube video, that would make me very happy. Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, your good work. Appreciate that. Um, okay. Uh, he seems worse than PK, says Brandon Williams, talking about the 49ers guy. Grant Cohn, says Donovan Remain. He's a credentialed NFL reporter, too. Um, well, you know, listen, Paul, Paul, for all his issues, um, <laughs> Paul, for all his issues, does at his core have journalistic values, um, have journalistic values, uh, that he, that he prides himself on. I, now, Paul, I think, is a little more inflammatory in the way that uh, in the way that he in the way that he asks his questions. And listen, Paul's Paul can be a little bit of a villain from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Like we've all got our roles to play. Uh, and I think that I think, but to compare what this Grant Cohn guy did to Paul Kaharski, I think I think is really doing a, a, a massive injustice to Paul. Even as many of you may not like the way that Paul does his job. Um, Paul, you know, for, for every, for every compliment that you guys give me, um, about the, and I appreciate it. And listen, not everybody's complimentary, not, you're not going to be able to please everybody with the way that you do your gig. But I think for the, for the most part, we have a mutual appreciation of one another, you and I, in the way that I, I try and set out to make sure that we have an informed and engaging conversation. Damn near everything that I learned, cause I didn't know how to do this shit. When I first got here, completely inexperienced, I learned it from everybody that I've basically grown up around the last uh, the last seven years living in Nashville and learning how to cover an NFL team in real time. Right? Um, I learned that from Paul. I learned that from Rex Road. I learned that from Teresa. Um, so I'm, I, you know, and you take you take pieces, uh, you take things from everybody, but largely, I don't think I think what to compare Paul to this guy is, is, is wrong because what this guy is doing is, is a much, much more, um, a much more, it's just, it's, it's wrong. It's, it's frankly, it's frankly really gross, uh, at this point, but anyway, let's, uh, let's continue to, let's continue to keep it moving. Um, let's do uh let's do a weekend bounce back since we're, uh, we're already coming up on nine o'clock. At this point, what are you laughing at, Reed? Settle down back there. I <laughs> let's do a weekend bounce back uh, to get some laughs around this, if we can. The question that I want to ask you is: Who needs to bounce back in sports this week? It could be it could be Grant Cohn, it could be Javon Kinlaw, it could be Traylon Burks, it could be the Miami Heat who got their asses kicked last night in one of the I mean, just terrible basketball games. Um, it could be <clears throat> it could be anybody across the sports landscape who needs to bounce back in sports. Please let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We will discuss at length together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress, the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators of A to Z Sports Primetime. I bought my home through the Ashton team three years ago. Could not have been happier with the results could not have been happier with every step of the process because I got the Intel edge that only the Ashton team can provide. GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of your favorite sports teams and your favorite late night streaming local sports talk show. I think that's enough qualifiers. GaryAshton.com, where you go for the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage and the Intel edge you need to get your dream address without the stress or to sell your home for more. GaryAshton.com. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk about who needs to bounce back in sports this week. 
Uh, let's see. Burke's got to bounce back and get some valuable reps with Tannehill. Penny, what, whatever, whatever he's, whatever his struggles are right now, Tannehill spoke to that on Tuesday when he said, yeah, I've just not gotten the opportunity to throw him a lot of passes. Whereas you can already tell that, for example, Austin Hooper is somebody that Tannehill is creating a legitimate chemistry with. That's something that's shown up. Um, uh, John Hoffer says, Will Compton needs to bounce back. I don't know why Will needs to be, uh, needs to bounce back, John, but um, you know, I'm always down to kick. Uh, I'm always down to kick Will while he's down. Uh, you know, as a as a friend of mine, so I'd uh, I'd be happy to do so. In fact, we're gonna we're gonna well, Will and Will and Taylor, we're gonna take a run at here in just a second. Um, but in reality, uh, I have a I have a self nominee for the bounce back candidate tonight. Julio Jones will be the bounce back, says Monaletto Lewis. Um, probably not, but I uh, I'd be curious to see where he ends up landing. But yeah, I don't think anything's changing about Julio's hamstrings at, at 30. I mean, he's going to be 34 coming up here pretty soon. And, you know, that's that's with all, all due respect to the future Hall of Famer, Julio's uh, had an incredible career. But yeah, we're bounce, bouncing back at this stage with what what is what is bogging down Julio, unlikely. But uh, we, those things remain to be seen. Mark Jones says the Mavericks need to bounce back and win the series down 3-1. I don't think they're going to win down 3-1. Um, because, uh, because the warrior, I mean, they did, they did stave off a sweep, but yeah, the warriors are too good right now. I'm going to nominate myself. I'm going to nominate myself. I need to bounce back. Here's why we have this. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this on the, uh, on the radio show or on the primetime show yet, but on the radio show, we've been carrying on with this theme of, I need to lose. I need to lose basically 15 pounds by the time training camp starts at the end of July, 220 by training camp. That's my goal. I'm hovering around 235 right now. Now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm of above average height. So I think I, I, I think the weight is spread out a little more than you might imagine. Cause I'm six, two, six, three in heels. So it's, I'm still heavier than I need to be, but at least I'm not, you know, I'm not like five eleven and two, two thirty five, right? I'm uh, I'm six, two, two thirty five. Oh, Reed just flipped me the bird. I think that did I, did I just, did, did I just betray you? Uh, did I just betray you, right? I, don't hand signal to me. Jump on the screen if you're going to try and sign language to me in the middle of the show. What the hell am I supposed to do with that? Quickly, Reed. Quickly here at this point. I am simply saying do not make fun of five foot eleven people and of heavier builds. I am five foot eleven and of a heavier build now. So are you willing to disclose your weight in the way that I just have? I am two thirty-five and losing right now. I'm on a new diet thanks to HelloFresh and I am doing better. Excellent. No free ads back to the shadows. Get out of here. <laughs> Producer Reed always always lurking in the background. Um, so yeah, so Reed and I are now united in our goal to be two, 220 by training camp, right? Reed, now you can sign language me. Yes. 220 by training camp is the goal. And, uh, and, uh, Ben Hall says, yo, Buck, my man just said the weight is spread around different. That's right. Listen, I'm, I'm taller. I get the benefit of the doubt on that. Uh, and what I will say to you is my weight needs to bounce back, but, uh, I got, I got a, a backhanded compliment while I was listening to bussing with the boys today and listen taylor will and i have and really all of the crew like i love i love i love everybody that works for bus and i love jack mcpherson i love garrett hargis i love bloss hernandez they're all they're all a great group of guys and for all the shit that i talk to will and taylor and all the shit that they talk to me i, I think largely we have a, a good relationship but i was listening to i, I was listening to busting with the boys today and they were talking about taylor's media availability this week and then all of a sudden the conversation turned to me and that was not something that i appreciated very much I think that's the word on the street. Do you got to call Buck? Ooh. By the way, Buck Rising looks slim. 
No he way. Not, he doesn't look skinny. But I'm saying, like, he looks like he might have just got broken up with. A good you know what I'm saying? He doesn't look skinny. He looks like he might have got broken up with, like, three weeks ago. But I saw him. I was in the middle of doing, like, a, a, a tackle tight end combo thing. And I look back, and Buck's there. And he was just enjoying the show, too. No camera out or nothing. He was just arms crossed. And I go, Buck, you look, you look decent. And he's like, it's the black. You know, in his fucking marble voice. And uh, I was like, you get broken up with? And he goes, ha! Not yet. That's his laugh. That's my that's my depiction of his laugh. Yeah. Ah! I don't but, know if he got broken up with. I think he just needs to tighten it up. No, he said no, but I think he's definitely he's out kicking his coverage. Yeah, she's she's yeah. a she's a dimer. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, she's a pretty girl. Who you like don't want to give him the compliment? You no, know, no, it's not that I don't want to give him the compliment. I don't want to talk about other men's women when yeah, I'm married true, with two true. kids. Like, yeah, she's a pretty lady. Yeah, but you call a woman a dimer, it's like it kind of seems disrespectful to your own wife. Yeah, that's why I said, that. that's why I said he's out kicking his coverage. Like, yeah. yeah, she's a, she's a dimer, and I'm thinking, I have to say yeah here. <laughs> hey, you made me look like an asshole just now, just by explaining that. But yeah, good for Buck, dude, dropping the LBs. I was really worried about his cholesterol levels. Oh, we still got time. Like, you, you know... The diet things, it's a lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle change. And I think it gets worse during the season for him. Oh, yeah, because they go up in the press box and he always sees those photos about eating that shitty-ass food. Yeah, I don't follow Buck. I probably should at this point. You don't follow Buck? I don't follow Buck. And it's more of a, because I know he wants me to follow him thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's an ego thing. It's an ego thing. Yeah. Ah, it's like an alpha thing. Which is an ego thing. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh. Maybe. If you think I got to be the alpha in this situation, it's an ego, it's an ego thing. thing. It's an ego thing. I'll tell you what, dude. I got I to gotta follow Buck. I'm going to follow him right now. <laughs> I'll follow him right now, dude. But yeah, the, um, going back to what we were talking this about. He's doing well, too. His numbers have been boosting. I've been watching. I've been oh. watching from the weeds. <laughs> Buck, Rising just, <laughs> Buck Rising just texted me and said, Daddy, he says, just totally unbearable. I'll tell you what. I do like Buck. I think Buck's all time. He's a good dude. Don't believe his name. And so, uh, <laughs> I my weight is the thing that needs to bounce back. Now, I don't know if those are words of encouragement from those two idiots, but uh, I I do appreciate Taylor taking note of my slimmer physique out on the practice field. But the work is not done yet. We got until basically basically what two months from now for me to drop fifteen more pounds. Two twenty by training camp. That's the goal. So my weight. Needs to bounce back, and I, uh, <laughs> I got, I was, I was texting them. Uh, did I text Lawan? Daddy says Puka. No. Here's what. Well, yes, but no. Let me explain myself. So I had tagged. I had been at practice on Tuesday, and I had tagged Taylor in a couple of clips um, that we were doing, uh, or that that we had that we had pulled from his media availability, and Taylor saw that I was tagging him on stuff on Instagram. And he said that I was uh, that he I, that I was using in his words, "daddy" for clout. So I texted him in quotations, "daddy." He says, "You're totally unbearable." And that was the text that he read on the bus. Now they told me to show this podcast to my girlfriend. Now, now they've met Dara. We've been in settings where Taylor and Will have uh, met Dara. I think uh, Will's been around her a couple of times at this point, but. Uh, yeah, the she she got a kick out of uh, them paying her a backhanded compliment, but not it sounding like they were not willing to say how attractive she is. Fortunately, and they are correct. I absolutely did outkick my coverage. I'm incredibly lucky that a woman that looks like that is willing to put up with my shit on a regular basis. But yes, uh, we have a we have a good back and forth, and uh, so I guess thank you to the boys for pointing out that I'm losing a little weight. But again, we are not satisfied. 220 by training camp, both producer Reed and myself.
All right, it's going to do it for us tonight. Fun show. Thanks for hanging out. We'll do it again on Monday. We're taking Sunday off for the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I'm not doing radio tomorrow. I'm having I'm having myself a four-day weekend. I'm not doing radio from 10 to 1 tomorrow. Um, I would still invite you to listen to the radio show if you're driving around before your uh, weekend gets started. I believe Will Bowling and uh, and I can't remember who else they said is sitting in for me. But there will be there will be a couple of people sitting in for me tomorrow. Lucas and I are both taking the uh, taking the show off. Lucas is going to Brazil, as a matter of fact. He's flying to Brazil for a week, and he's going to get his full vacation. I'm just taking a few extra days because honestly, this is my first uh, this is my first vacation. Um, this is my first vacation since last summer, so I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to take a little rest. I think you guys could probably use a little break from hearing me yell at. Yell and scream at you. Stephen King says, you look tired, Buck. Well, thanks, bud. That's why I'm taking a couple of extra days off. Nothing makes you feel better than somebody saying, ah, you look kind of tired there, bud. I know. That's why I'm taking vacation, you jerk. <laughs> hope you have a guy. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday night uh, and uh, the radio on Tuesday. See y'all.